there, I'm Mary Kathleen Scott, the artist and printmaker behind Breadcrumb Studio and the voice here at Discovering Breadcrumbs. My encouragement and thoughts to begin your creative day. This is a part of the Cultivate Project, a once a month project where I explore mindsets and practices we can cultivate and nurture to bring more care to ourselves and of course, ultimately to other people. And for a short time, Expectancy is a collection that's available as an art print or as notebooks, but they're only available until May 17, 2022. After that, I'm moving on to the next month's cultivation project. As a kid, my parents would take us to Disney World for vacation, and upon announcing it, I desperately wanted to head upstairs right away, pack up for it, and get ready to go, even though it would be a month or more away. Even the week before leaving, all I wanted to do was pack up for it and be ready to go. But as the time came and the car trip down was exciting and exhausting, but mostly I remember the excitement of the whole trip. And then as we entered the park, even more excitement. In fact, I'd argue based on my own memories that the buildup was probably more gratifying than actually being there. Do you ever feel the same way? Maybe it's the same for you with Christmas or vacation or special event. The buildup and the anticipation leading to it leaves us feeling happy and hopeful. And then the actual day feels as if it's an end to all of it. And I don't mean that necessarily in a negative way, but it's kind of sad to say goodbye to all of that buildup and hope. So it actually feels like anticipation really is the best part of the whole deal. So what if we lived life like that always within the feeling of anticipation and excitement for every day for what may be coming in that day? Even if we really don't know what's coming, (laughs) that is expectancy. It is living a full life, content in the moment, but always hoping and staying awake to possibilities. It's having like a childlike excitement about things and an anticipation for what the future may be, even if it's not quite clear. Expectancy isn't something easily put into process in our lives. It really comes from a deep, deep well within us. And it comes from knowing our own identity, being okay with letting go of some things. And you'll have to listen to the last podcast episode to hear what I mean by that. And drawing from a deep well, of course, of gratitude. So let's take a look at expectancy, how we can cultivate it, and why is it so good? First though, I do want to explain, expectancy is not expectation, nor is it entitlement. These last two can become toxic to our mindsets, and we have to be careful because we don't want to slip into one of them rather than living expectantly. Expectancy is living a life of gratitude for what is actually in our hands in the moment, while also having hope for the future and looking outwards for what else might be there for us to hold at that time. It's staying awake to possibilities. It's the mindset that we have enough 
that we are enough and that we believe there is more to come for us. Although we may not know what that may be, there is always some sort of adventure to finding that out. Expectation, however, drifts away from gratitude. And instead of looking for possibilities, we're assuming there is something else for us. And we've already defined exactly what that thing is and how we want it. This sets us up totally for disappointment. And because gratitude is not necessarily a part of expectation, we become down on ourselves and we dislike how things are and leading it leads all up to a more toxic mindset. It may look like a poverty mindset actually, where we are always expecting to be stuck where we are because we didn't get what we expected to get and we don't appreciate what we do have. So expectation as you see can lead towards this little road of a poverty mentality and more toxic mindsets the other one was entitlement and this is a whole other beast that totally disregards gratitude and like expectation it can set us up for disappointment but rather than get down on ourselves it's often manifested through anger or frustration with other people which causes relationship strains, um, issues with other people's social dynamics, and in addition to that, your own toxic mindsets. But when we cultivate expectancy, we choose instead to respond to the things that happen in our life with hope and encouragement, even though we may not know what the outcome's gonna be. Once again, there's a certain letting go of control required here. But once we do, this all leads to living your life with peace. The opposite choice is when those things that happen to us that's negative, we react to them with negativity or with fear, probably because we realize we aren't in control. And this leads to a heightened anxiety and a mindset of scarcity, which of course is not at all peaceful. So it boils down to this, something happens to you, which path do you choose? Do you choose hope or do you choose fear? It takes work to begin choosing hope every time, but once you cultivate it enough times, it becomes more natural and the easier the choice is. Plus, you'll feel more peace and that means less anxiety and less fear. And as we feel more hope, our mindset changes and we begin to look forward. And as we look forward and our mindsets change, that this amazing thing happens. Our actions actually begin to change. And those actions are usually towards what we hope for, which in turn changes our outcomes, which then enforces our gratitude and our peace, which then enforces our mindsets. So yes, it ends up being a cycle. Isn't it amazing? The more our thoughts include expectancy, the more our actions will follow those thoughts. So if we have thoughts of expectancy, we are cultivating a more positive life. If the thoughts are negative, our actions will follow suit and we'll begin cultivating a fairly frustrating life. So how do we cultivate expectancy? 
I think it's tied up with cultivating other mindsets. And I'll talk about a lot of those in later months. And I've talked about some of them already. But by cultivating and paying attention to them, we can truly create new mindsets that pull us out of anxiety and into a more peaceful life. So here they are. Number one, you think and pay attention to the beautiful and the lovely. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you know I love Twyla Tharp. She has, um, in her latest book, she has a little game to trick her mind. She tells a friend every day something good from that day. She calls it a little miracle from that day, and it can be something mundane, but she just has to come up with something. And it forces her to find even the smallest good in every day. And finding the good in every day, even if it's a hard day, you begin training your mind to find the good in situations. And by speaking it out loud to her friend or texting it or whatever you happen to do, it puts it out into the world, which makes it real. I believe words in the world, have they make things real. And putting those words, instead of keeping them inside your mind, putting them out in the world makes it real. Plus, the person you're telling it to gets the benefit of hearing something good, which also helps, I think. You can't avoid it. So these thoughts, these things that we put out, they spur on thoughts of expectancy and they end hope. And hopefully end up getting rid of the fear and the anxiety. My second one is to start a gratitude practice. I said in the beginning that expectancy stems first from a place of gratitude. It's similar to above, but it's imperative that we find hope and abundance in our life and mindset. We have to have gratitude to have expectancy. This helps us with the contentment and the appreciation for the now while also holding a hope and imagining a future. And I highly suggest, I've found for myself at least, that I have to write these down and I have to make it a daily practice. And when I fall out of practice for it, because I certainly do, I find myself slipping back into these more negative thoughts. So I pick my notebook back up and I begin writing again those things I'm grateful for every day. The third one is to take your thoughts captive. How do you respond to your thoughts? Everyone has negative thoughts and everyone has positive thoughts. It's what we do with them that actually matter. Do we respond with negativity or is it with hope? Negativity leads to fear and anxiety. Hope leads to expectancy and peace. So when you get a thought in your head that, oh, someone said something about me, I'm sure that they think something awful of me. That is a negative thought. It's going to cause you anxiety. It's going to cause you to start shrinking back. However, if you have, oh, this person said something about me, instead of saying they must think something awful of me, Instead, saying, I wonder why they said that. And letting it go, turning it into a positive, or actually going and talking to the person might help. But turn it into a positive, and it makes it a world of difference in your life and your outlook. In the fourth one, 
I also mentioned B.J. Fogg's book, Tiny Habits, in a previous episode. And in one chapter, he explains that waking up every day with one positive affirmation statement said out loud (laughs) goes a long way to building up a sense of hope and expectancy. And even starting with such a simple statement as today is a great day works wonders for how our outlook is on our life. So these are ways I hope that we can build up expectancy and begin to tear down our anxieties. And I hope that there's a way that you can cultivate expectancy in your life if you're finding yourself going with the negative thoughts instead. That's why I'm here. I want to help cultivate those things. And it's not easy necessarily, but I'm always trying to cultivate expectancy in my life because it does make a difference in how things are played out. And as a person of spiritual faith, I can't quite stop here when it comes to expectancy because I've seen it work in my own life. It quite literally changed me. Whereas my reactions to situations before I began cultivating expectancy were negative, filled with anxiety, and might I say, probably a little bit dramatic. Now when I'm faced with similar situations, there is more peace, more calm, and my eyes are open to smaller miracles or goodness or lessons within the moment. How I got here though was a journey of faith of my own. Practicing gratitude was probably the number one way that I built myself to this point. And it helped me a good deal um, in getting to the point where I could be expectant for my future. Before, I used to believe my identity was also in what I did, how I performed. (laughs) You can listen to the last episode to hear more on that. But basically, I was searching for my path for so long because I believed I had to achieve something to be identified as successful. I either had to be a successful teacher or I had to be successful at the job I had or I had to have a great job. But it was all based on these outward appearances. I learned though that when we live with our identity rooted in what we do, we're actually living with expectation, not with expectancy. And that's okay because that's how our world trains us. We're rewar- we are rewarded, <laughs> if I can say it, every time we perform well. But every time we perform well, we're also handed a new task to perform and expected to perform it well. So people expect more of us once we've performed well and say, okay, what's next? In other words, you've done great, now do more. And it builds and it builds and it builds. But this performance-driven work is rooted in striving, and striving is tiresome. And at some point, there's a peak or there's an implosion. Then what? We can't keep it up. It's so hard, and it's killing our mental health individually and collectively. Now, my identity is no longer quite rooted in what I do. It's now rooted more in who I am, and that is as a child of God. And because I'm a child, I have a relationship with Him that allows me to do things that I know I'm called to do 
without having to reach a performance bar. In fact, I may never know the impact I have on this world while living. I, have no, I may have no great goal that I meet, but I can trust that there is one as long as I'm working in my purpose for that season, that something has been done that I may never know about because it's not about performance. It's about living and it's about living with love and living with the co-creation of God and knowing that I am following a path that makes me feel alive. Living this way is more day to day, but also more adventurous, (laughs) definitely more adventurous. And when I discover something new, it's with gratitude and excitement. It's quite literally living like a child who is taken care of and given everything they need because I depend on God for everything I need. I don't depend on my performance. So instead of living with the expectation to perform and receive praise for it, or to perform and receive what I need for it, I'm living with expectancy, wondering what the next day will bring with anticipation. I get to play each day in the work I do. And it doesn't mean I always like my work, but I rest in the confidence that I know it's what I'm supposed to be doing. I've come to find that God actually does not work on expectations, if you haven't guessed yet. This is formulaic living. You do this, you get this. He does not want that from us. That's like using a dog. Here, sit. You get a treat now. We don't live like that. That's not living. I would rather live and have relationships and love and do the things that I want to do and have a life that is adventurous. I don't want a formula. I've never wanted a formula, actually. I just never realized it. And God doesn't want a formula for us either. Instead, he wants us to have a relationship with him where we work with him side by side and we depend on him rather than on a formula that works every time. Well, I could probably talk about this all day long and the next week, maybe the next month, because it's been such an eye-opening and dramatic change in my life. And it's all tied up in that thought of expectancy. But I do try to keep these episodes shorter and it's that time to cut it off. So I do hope you have a wonderful month cultivating expectancy into your life and finding out what adventures there might be ahead for you. And I would love to hear from you if you would want to contact me or and let me know how you're moving down this road of expectancy or if something hits you in today's episode that made sense to you or you had an aha moment I guess anyways I love you so much and I cannot wait to see you again